Coming up on today's federal newscast, CBP is pleading with Congress to help it take better care of children. Day six of the partial government shutdown, and you may experience some difficulty trying to access federal websites. And not all of the military branches are safe from the partial shutdown. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. After a second child died while in the custody of Customs and Border Protection, the head of the agency says it needs help from Congress. CBP Commissioner Kevin McLeanan tells CBS this morning CBP stations are not built for the large amount of families and children that are crossing today. He says they were built 30 to 40 years ago for single adult males. He wants Congress to budget for medical care and mental health care for children in their facilities. Day six of the partial government shutdown, and we're starting to see several key federal websites close down. The sites include USA.gov, the National Park Service, the Bureau of Economic Analysis pages, and when funding runs out for the Smithsonian Institution at the end of the calendar year, the PandaCam and other similar popular websites will also go dark. Agencies must evaluate all contracts which fund IT platforms to determine which ones may continue during a lapse in appropriations. The Defense Department is not part of the current government shutdown, but that doesn't necessarily mean it won't affect military personnel. The Coast Guard says the next paychecks for its uniformed members may be delayed if the Homeland Security Department is not funded by the end of this week. Military members' pay operates on a different schedule from federal civilian employees. Their next pay date is December 31st. Advice for furloughed employees thinking of taking on outside work to make ends meet from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Employees in general have the right to work elsewhere while on unpaid furlough, and it looks like there's no end in sight. As long as the work doesn't create a conflict of interest or the appearance of one, you're okay. Employees of regulatory agencies must avoid work in the regulated industry. Before taking any job, you've got to check in with your agency's ethics office. If it's open, glad you took that bartending course. I'm Tom Temin. Another federal CIO decides to call it a career. We get more now from Federal News Network's Jason Miller. George Jacobson, the Chief Information Officer at the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration, is retiring on December 31st. Jacobson is leaving after more than 16 years of federal service. He has been tigged as CIO since 2010 and has worked for the IRS since 2002. During his tenure as CIO, Jacobson equipped auditors and investigators to work from anywhere at any time by virtualizing servers and promoting secure mobility. He also worked in the federal community for 30 years before coming to the IRS as a contractor. Jacobson tells Federal News Network that he has no immediate plans for the future. I'm Jason Miller. The government recovered almost $3 billion in False Claims Act cases in fiscal 2018. The Justice Department says it won cases in the health care, procurement, and international trade sectors. Of the $2.8 billion recovered last year, Justice says $2.1 billion came from lawsuits filed under the key TAM provisions of the False Claims Act. Those whistleblowers received $301 million in settlements for exposing the fraud in false claims. Former Senate Intelligence Committee staffer James Wolf gets two months in prison after pleading guilty to lying to the FBI. Wolf was a longtime director of security for the committee. DOJ says he told a reporter he served someone a subpoena involving the Russia investigation and then lied about the exchange to FBI agents. 
The Senate confirms Navy Rear Admiral Robert Sharp as the next director of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. Sharp currently serves as commander of the Office of Naval Intelligence and director of the National Maritime Intelligence Integration Office. He replaces Robert Cardillo, who served in the position for the last four years. The incoming chairman of the House Armed Services Committee says the earlier-than-expected departure of Defense Secretary James Mattis creates unnecessary national security risks. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. Patrick Shanahan will be the acting Secretary of Defense starting next Tuesday. Smith says Shanahan has shown himself to be a capable manager, but doesn't have the depth of understanding of national security threats that Mattis does. The incoming chairman says there's no good reason Mattis couldn't have stayed on as secretary until February, as he said he planned to do in his resignation letter. The president announced he'd be leaving on New Year's Day via Twitter earlier this week. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. And the Veterans Affairs Department is suspending discharges and decreases in level of support from its Comprehensive Assistance for Family Caregivers program. VA says it continues to hear concerns by veterans, caregivers, and advocates about inconsistent eligibility requirements being used by VA medical centers. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.